Welcome to the Church on the Hill podcast with Tim and Tracy Lee Sievers from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. It's uh, good to be back, of course, in the podcast studio, uh, such as it is. Uh, so, yeah, welcome back. Thanks. So, <laughs> you sound so enthused to be here. <laughs> this is her last, my last podcast. official podcast, and she's a bit weepy. I don't know that I would say weepy, <laughs> but it's been kind this of fun. Been the highlight of her COVID, the last six weeks of COVID. <laughs> it's been kind of fun to do this. Well, good. Yeah. I'm glad you're having fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice time. <laughs> so what are we, uh, of course, we started out a long time ago, it seems like now, because in COVID, do you call COVID it, time. Call it the queue. In the queue. Living in the queue. Time, you lose all sense of the space-time continuum or whatever. So, we've yep. been doing this for a while. I'm also, gonna... your lip balm. <laughs> you lose that, too. I have not lost This my is lip my balm, backup but... lip balm because my regular Believe lip balm me, went missing. Plenty. If you didn't see last week's episode, <laughs> there were like five up there. It's like, what are you doing with all the lip balm? You never know when you're going to need one or when you're going to lose one. you got to be prepared. I'm a Girl Scout, sort of. <laughs> we won't even go there. Little <laughs> I got kicked out of the Girl Scouts. I did anyway, get kicked out of the Girl Scouts. Um, so, Don't sell your cookies early. What? Just saying. What? You didn't, though. I know, but... It was but just like somebody told... Somebody said that you did, yep. and they got all up in your business about it. It yes. was unjust. It was unjust. And there was no mercy. But I still like to be prepared with lots of lip balm. That's good. So, uh, you know, one of the ways I like to be prepared is... Um, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> uh, how about sponsors, Tim Sievers? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about sponsors. Our, uh, um, way back when, that's where that's where I was going. Way back when we started this uh, thing we were doing with uh, sponsors because you joked with me because I had uh, a Diet Coke that it's I missing today, by the way. I drank it yesterday. <laughs> it was in the fridge. I kept yeah. it for like a week and didn't do anything. And I was like, oh, I'm thirsty. Um, so there there was a Diet Coke and she said, oh, so you brought a sponsor. And I was just having a drink. So then she busted out. My lip balm. Her lip balm and said this <clears throat> was her sponsor. And so we went on this thing this summer where we've been having sponsors. We, we sponsor them, we, not we, the other yeah, way around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We give them um, money, they give us product. And we tell you a little bit about it. So, we started out... Uh, You're going to review them all? Well, just really quickly. Okay. They're just here. You know, we had lip balm, uh, sunglasses. Are those up there somewhere? Right here. Uh, oh, they blend blend into that little thing. Uh, sunglasses, and then I think... Oh, the bubble tea was a disaster. Yeah. Don't listen to her. It was bad. It's not that Me bad. Me and Waming both agree it was terrible. No. And, and They're okay. You know how I know it's terrible? Since we tried it, it has not yet been tried again by anybody. It is exactly the same amount of product in the bag. Um, and then we talked uh, one week about face masks, of course, and we brought some fabric in uh, that we got at Grammy G's. And my mom has that fabric, and she's making oodles of face masks for us. Yep. Um, so thank you, I mom, just talked for doing to her that. on the phone. Um, the coffee from, uh, so the lip balm was from Flowers Decor and More. In Colfax. In Colfax. And we got the coffee from Purpose Roasters in Colfax. And uh, they also have the um, Flowers Decor and More boutique coffee boutique mm -hmm. or something which is where you can get a coffee drink made with 
this coffee. Uh, delicious, wonderful coffee. Uh, so that's great. And then we had the toothbrush for, because it was a week we all had our dentist appointments, making, take care of your teeth. Teeth are the best friends you have. You take care of them, they'll take care of you. Um, Thank you, Aaron Sorkin. Yes. Uh, for that line that Sam Tim Seaborn. quotes. Uh, jars, uh, recycling jars, reusing them so they don't go to waste. Uh, water. I and the salsa in the jar. The that salsa was part the, of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, water in your mm -hmm. cup there. And mm -hmm. uh, we were in the store a couple weeks ago and found the... Wick, I'll try to say it without laughing. I don't know if I can. Wickles, Wickles, Pickle Chips. Oh, I love them. Wickles Wicked Pickle Chips. And the and Seattle, so pickle, and the company. Seattle pickle Company. We ate all the Seattle pickles. Did we eat them all? I think so. Even that last spear that was in there last time? I forgot to look in the fridge. So, anyway, and then, um, and so this week, right? Was that everything? Mm -hmm. So this week, you brought I brought some something. So, shoes. No. Oh. They're nice. Say, listen. Okay, health and safety. Health and safety. An important thing during this time of less activity than previous. I'm not even going to call it normal because that's done now. This is, this is something different that we're all living through. And you need to get outside. You need to get outside. You need to exercise. This is my daughter. She has the nicest shoes in the house at the moment. These... <laughs> These are her running shoes yes. that she uses for cross country. Normally, they would be getting ready right now um, in a couple weeks to start their yeah. cross country season. Both our daughters are runners for Garpal schools, and um, they've moved that season to sometime in April, I've heard. So yes. I talked to the principal yesterday. The world is still in flux. Everything is, so. you know, it's all fluid. Yep. It's all changing. So, so these one, are their shoes because yep. you need to get out, even though you're not necessarily going to run with an organized team right now because we can't do that. Get out there and Get walk, out, go for a walk. Go for a jog. Yep. It's a, a hike. And it's cool. To, I mean, I'm in, you can tell I'm in long sleeves today. It's cool weather today. It's only 68 outside. Go enjoy this beautiful day. It's not sunny, but it's still beautiful. And the and wheat fields week, look gorgeous. Oh my so, gosh! Yeah. Yes, Sunday and Monday. Yeah, enjoy Ooh. what you have while you've. While enjoy you've the got cool it. weather today yeah. and tomorrow because it's going to change fast. Yeah, cool. go for a walk. So, it's good yeah, for your body. Tracy wouldn't let me bring my shoes as an example. Um, actually, earlier today, one of my kids looked at my shoes and said, "Dad, you need new shoes." He does need new shoes. They're like, bad. <laughs> yes, I do. His tennis shoes. Uh, my his, tennis shoes. His yeah. church shoes are okay. Yes. So, but soon I will get new tennis shoes and then these old tennis shoes will become the lawn mowing shoes. Where are the current lawn mowing shoes? They're over there still. Okay. And because that's what you do with your old tennis you shoes. You haven't mowed the house. lawn in two years. I do occasionally. I did. I Ainsley asked me to do it one day for her. This oh, that's we, true. That, one of the benefits of having children that we've learned is that older as they children. Get older, you get to assign them jobs. To well, do. thank you to. Uh -oh, oh, everything's falling. Thank you to Matt Holbrook, uh, who. Oh yeah, yeah. Who or Teacher, Nate, Nate? Nate. Sorry, Matt is his brother. Um, yeah, Nate. Mr. Holbrook. Mr. Holbrook from from Garpa Middle, Middle School. Thank you for assigning manual labor to my students this past <laughs> spring, because she started mowing the lawn, and she never stopped. So I've had an excellent lawn mower in my daughter, who yeah. 
who wants to know, can she still get credit for all of her summer lawn mowing? <laughs> she's in high school now. Oh, she's but in I, high school now. I have done We'll the, have to ask Mr. Parrish. I have not been particularly good at it, but I do the weed eating still, and that requires the bad shoes. So Yes. So, cool. Yeah, so get out, get some exercise. That's today. You have a, you've brought a sponsor as well of your own. I, well, I wasn't going to. Do you want me to use it? Yeah. So, well, I was thinking, you know, of course it's important. Health and safety, man. It's important to get out and be active, but it's also important in these times to find a way to relax. Um, and so I was thinking. It's a thinking, lot of stress in the world, man. a lot man. of stress in the world, a lot of uncertainty in the world. And I thought, well, what are one of the, one of the things that helps me relax or mm-hmm. de-stress? And so I brought a candle. Nice. Um, because I think the aroma from a good candle helps me relax. And this one's called Marshmallow Fireside. It sounds very... Um, it's very summery. Very, it is? Isn't it? It's got it, a penguin on the front. Well, I think that's me, a scent they sell in the winter. I but think it, it is, but it makes me think of... S'mores? Like being, yeah. Campfire? Like outside and campfire, and I don't do that in the winter. Okay. Um, so, anyway, I brought that. That's one of the ways that I relax. I also like to put... You know, good music on. Yes, and, I've been listening to a lot of Audrey Assad lately. Yes, she's one of my new favorites. If you've never and, listened to her, she's great. Also, Andrew Peterson, fantastic okay. music as well. Uplifting, it'll encourage your spirit. Good job, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just asked Google to play it for me. Yes. And Google does. So Yeah, and Audrey Assad had a really great song. I think it's called Good to Me or something like that. Uh, which got me, because we were singing a song that Nancy, our, our worship leader at 11, had given me the name of. And they're like, we're going to sing this song. And I searched the song, and there were like several songs that could have been. So I had to do a little bit more digging. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled across this one from Audrey Assad. And I had known her from uh, a Christmas song um, that I can't remember the name of right now. But, uh, Is it, was it the, Noel? Am I? No. Maybe. Um and uh, and I found this song that was called Good to Me, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I started playing more of her music and really like her sound, her mm-hmm. grooves. So, yeah, so find way to exercise. Exor- exercise actually can be a great helper as stress well. Stress reliever. Relaxing and stress relief. So, um, yeah, so yes. exercise, make some, make a space, uh, make your space comfortable so that you can relax. Uh, and put your mind at ease as you think about the non-stressful things that are happening in the world. Yeah, think about the good things. I mean, there's yes, there's been a lot of weirdness, but there's been a lot of good things, too, that have happened. And so, you know, maybe sit down and make a list this week of the, the things in your life that maybe wouldn't have had such a prominent place if things had been the way they were prior. And... Um, that's a, a fun way. It's kind of like, you know, counting your blessings. I don't think about it like that. But sit down and think about those things that maybe have been good. Yeah, well, I think counting your blessings is actually a good way to think about that. And, you know, if, you, if you're kind of old school in the church, you might remember that song we sing sometimes, count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God has done. Um, I think, too, of that song from uh, the movie... Holiday Inn, um, which is one of my favorite movies. And old movie. Old movie, and they do music through uh, music only on holidays is when they perform instead of doing 
extra shows. Anyway, it's I've got plenty to be thankful for is the name of the song and great song because when you, we really do have plenty to be thankful for and that's a great way to uplift your spirit too and focus on the positive things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a scripture that I'm not going to, because this is just coming to mind, I wasn't prepared with it, but it says to think about, um, think about that which is lovely. Um, that's Tim's paraphrase, not remembering where it came from. Think about that which is lovely. Uh, so think about that which is lovely, relax, exercise, drink water, eat pickles, drink good coffee, Use your personal protective equipment that we've all become accustomed to, masks and hand sanitizer and all that stuff. Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. No cavities. Avoid the bubble tea. Okay, so we are finishing up our sermon series in First Peter. Yes. And this will be my last Sunday, um, I hope, teaching for a while. Regularly. You, Regularly you typically preach about every six weeks every six or weeks so. Every six weeks or so, but it'll be nice to have so a little Probably little coming up somewhere in October, you'll be preaching again, I would we'll imagine. See, Corey might be really excited to be back in the pulpit and just go, I don't know, through Hard Christmas to say. or something. Hard to say. <laughs> so, but uh, I've really enjoyed... Um, uh, working through the book of First Peter, and I hope everybody's really enjoyed learning from First Peter. Uh, one of our um, men's Bible study guys commented this week. He said, "I've <clears throat> read in and through First Peter probably several times throughout his life, uh, but never has he um, seen how challenging uh, the Scripture is until this time." Um, yeah, well, different things your, hit you at different exactly, times of yeah. your life, depending on what's going yeah. on with your... Because we all view the world through our own little portal. And so whatever's going on around you inside of your life changes the way that you approach yeah. scripture. And you might read a scripture at you know one time and five years later read it another time and completely different lessons yeah. come out of it, even yeah. though the scripture didn't the change. The scripture didn't change, so you changed. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, and so that was really interesting to me to hear that. And, and I wasn't trying to be um, boastful. I don't think it has anything to do with me. I just think it has to do with the scripture. And like mm-hmm. you said, how our world is at this time as we consider the scripture and where right. we are in the world and how we consider it. So um, we last week we did all of chapter four, uh, and this week we're going to do all of chapter five as well. And... Our title is something like, let's see if I can get this right, uh, Living and Leading a Shepherd's Life, I think. Okay. So, so it's all about being smelly. No. <laughs> the, I imagine shepherds are smelly with, well, with their sheep and I whatnot, suppose it so. depends on what kind of shepherding you're doing, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, in the Bible times, the shepherds slept with the sheep, but... Modern shepherds usually put them in a pen of some kind or a fenced area. Oh, yeah, maybe. And then they go to a, go home a home a or a, you know, some kind of a structure where they stay. They don't sleep you in know, the field with yeah, the sheep much. We, we went huckleberry picking in the, Western the, other, world. the other day and, and Arabella was out with butter in the forest. Yes. And oh, she yes. laid on butter as her pillow. She did, over and a patch of bear grass. I imagine that would have been what it was, you know, if you were shepherding your sheep, you would... Not choose a rock to lay on, but a nice comfy sheep. Sure. That's what I would do. Sure. Maybe. Sleep on know. a sheep. They're soft and fluffy. I guess. Maybe. Yeah. So uh, leave, living <clears throat> and leading a shepherd's life. And uh, I want to, can I 
just read? Yeah, please. Um, I'm going to read most. I'm just going to, it's only uh, 13 verses. Oh, so it's a it's, short it's chapter. 14. Uh, pretty short. So this is First Peter chapter 5. So I exhort the elders among you as a fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as a partaker in the glory that is to be that is going to be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly as God would have you have you, not for shameful gain, but eagerly, not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. That's another promise uh, for the future Mm -hmm. uh, that Peter's giving to his audience. And then he says, likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you. Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. And then he gives some final greetings. Mm-hmm. So um, but so that first section is talking about um, shepherding the flock of God. And it speaks specifically of elders who we consider to be people who are in positions of leadership inside of the church. But So would that be like, in common everyday terms now... Would it be like board members, people who oversee departments? Yes, you could say that. But there, I mean, there are churches who actually have elder boards, and it would refer specifically to that. Um, in our context in which we do ministry, um, you know, pastor, board leaders, ministry leaders, um, I think would be kind of the key. But really, I think these are good these are good lessons for everybody. I mean, because you're a leader, especially, but in life, um, you know, the, these examples uh, that he gives us would be good. You know, that we're not to domineer over those in our charge, um, that we we serve willingly, not under compulsion, not because we feel like, oh, I do this because I have to do it. Because right. God says I have to. No, you should be... A cheerful um, you should be, server. Yeah, you should be serving and leading because uh, it brings you joy and it's, and it's um, what God wants you to do. Um, and then, of course, he returns to the theme of humility, which we've seen over, uh, and, over. over and over and over again. And mm-hmm. when we have a repeated theme like that, that's usually because it's important. Um, repetition. Repetition, uh, yeah. So humility is important here. That uh, we we have humility toward one another, uh, and that we're humble before God, um, and, and so yeah, and and then there's that great imagery that follows that about resisting the devil who prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour, and um, you know I think sometimes we we think of Satan or the devil kind of more abstractly. Uh, and not that he has 
or is intentionally at work in the world. But if you believe that this is well, if you believe that God is intentionally at work in the world, then Scripture tells us too that the devil is intentionally at work in the world, trying to draw people away from Christ. Um, and we see that here. You know, in it's language, interesting so. because in America, I think a lot of the way that Satan has been able to do that in the past has been through busyness. You get so busy that you just don't have time to do all of those things um, that you need to do, whether it's reading your Bible as much as you want to or need to, praying, uh, spending time working on your outreach um, to the people around you, you know, all those kinds of things. You just get, when you get busy, they kind of get shoved aside. It's easy to push that to the back burner. And with pandemic happening right now, a lot of that busyness that we had in terms of running around has really been lessened um, for a large number of us. There are a few people like nurses and doctors and stuff that are still doing what they always have done. But right, no, but, no yeah. birthday parties. You're not going to barbecues. You're not, you know, doing all those kinds of yeah. activities, School, concerts, sports activities, all that kind of stuff that's yeah. been put on the back burner. So that gives us an opportunity to kind of look at our lives and look at what's important to us and say what instead of as we, you know, come back to maybe what we will call a new normal. How do we choose? What do we want to choose for our life? Mm -hmm. What good things do we want to fill our life with? Well, and that's um, the thing. You still have to choose it. Because yep. just because now you don't have to go to, you know, something every night when you get home from work, uh, if you're still in your office or when you get done with your Zooms, if you're somebody that has to do that kind of thing, you still have to decide. Because otherwise, Facebook is happy to take your time. And yes, Instagram and Pinterest and gardening and, you know, all the things that we fill our time with. Yeah. So it's important that you make a choice and say, I will fill my time, you know, on at this, this part of my day with this thing that's going to lift me up spiritually. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, we have a choice. How, what will we choose? How will we build our lives mm -hmm. back up? After this pandemic, even during, it, uh, during, not the, just well, after, yeah. but so during. Right now, you have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Well, we're about out of time for this podcast. So I want to thank you for joining us throughout this thank summer. You. It's been yeah. fun. Hope you all have had fun uh, interacting with Tracy and watching our shenanigans. It's been <laughs> good to be with you. We uh, thank you for listening and watching to the Blue Church on a Hill podcast. And we hope you have a blessed week. See you all next time. <laughs>